guys, welcome to Multimedia Missions, and welcome to Week in Faith Review. Uh, no pun intended. We actually are just talking about our week, uh, how it went. Sometimes we're going to go into our personal lives, but mostly we want to talk about um, how our faith has been affected this past week by some of the sermons that we've listened to, some of the other things that we've learned throughout our life experiences, that sort of thing. Uh, so welcome again. We're excited to have you. And really today we wanted to talk about something that's been kind of put on our hearts lately this week um, regarding prophecy and the way that we should be speaking out as Christians. So what I want to do is I want to read something through uh, from my devotional that I usually typically read and keep private to myself, but I want to talk about what it's talking about. Um, so my devotional today says, Prophecy is not religious fortune-telling. It's not in a disguised form. It is concerned with making God's will known, not with predicting the future. Therefore, true prophecy sometimes goes against the grain. The test of prophecy is the practical realization of God's will. If this does not happen, the prophecy is false. So first off, I wanted to introduce my my twin brother actually today. Uh, I've been doing it with my wife for any of you guys who have been on the show, but I wanted to have my twin brother here because he has had the same thing on his heart recently. So what do you think about that regarding prophecy, regarding how we should talk to each other as Christians and uh, kind of show God's will? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me. I've been definitely um, into the show for sure. So it's nice to kind of make my debut here. Um, I think that one of the things that's interesting about prophecy is just how much is unknown about it today. And I don't know when, you know, I've, we've talked about this a little bit, but prophecy is what a lot of people consider to be um, not relevant to today. A lot of times we look over certain Bible verses, we look over certain things that are happening and we say, oh, well, that was great. Prophecy was great, you know, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, and we don't really apply it to life today. So I just noticed that recently prophetic word has definitely started to make a comeback, and a lot of it was based around Donald Trump staying in office. And I think that's something that was, as you were mentioning, kind of near and dear to the heart because what I saw is that a lot of people were using the position of quote unquote, being a prophet to actually just ram down their political ideology as disguised as Christianity. So I think that absolutely there is a bunch of false prophecy right now. But I also right. know, like you said, prophecy can go against the grain and that's something else. Right. And, and you know, here's the thing that that really makes me think um, whenever we think about prophecy, like you said, it's a lot of times it's easy to read something in the Bible in the book of Isaiah and say, oh, well, easy. Of course that was going to come true. But for example, in the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter 53, right, describing Jesus and how he's going to come and die and, and take care of our sins, that prophecy did not come true within Isaiah's lifetime. Mm -hmm. It took 500 years for that prophecy to come <laughs> true, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of times we have to be patient when we're talking about prophecy. We have to let it play out. But I will say one thing. We have to discern the false prophets from the true prophets speaking God's word. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. There's been a rise of some online prophets, alleged prophets like Chris Yoon. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of other names there. Like you said, they were prophesying about 
political events that were going to come to pass that Donald Trump would stay in office on January 20th. on January twentieth, right? And a lot of you might have said, "Wow, well, that's great. That's fantastic." You know, I'm, we're not here to talk politics, but I will tell you one thing. God's word says, uh, and this is from Deuteronomy. 18, 15, 22. I love the pronunciation. I, the of that, pronunciation by the way. was amazing. <laughs> uh, but it says, uh, How do you wonder? How will we know whether or not a prophecy is from the Lord? If the prophet speaks in the Lord's name, but his prediction does not happen or come true, you will know that the Lord did not give that message. That prophet has spoken without my authority and needs not to be feared. Mm-hmm. So, for some of us who are still tuning in and trying to listen to these guys who have lied over and over and over again, and Pat Robinson's another one coming oh, to no. mind. Yeah. He, you know, predicted that the world was going to end in the 80s. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not going to say anything about his faith, but I'm going to talk about my faith. I don't believe in Pat Robinson. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in Chris Yoon. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in those guys. I believe in the word of Jesus Christ. And really honestly, quite honestly, when we're talking about prophecy, we can see all we need to know in the book of Revelation yeah. and in in the book of Daniel and Isaiah and you know that's our our prophecies that we should be concerned about. Now that's not to say that modern day prophecy doesn't exist. No, I a matter of we fact, should be listening. Well, well, you know, I just want to say one thing, a matter of fact, I think it's exactly the opposite. The greatest of prophecies are yet to come true. So within this time frame, yes, there are prophets. There should be prophecy being spoken today. We don't get to pick and choose what Christianity is or what our role in Christianity is or in the body of Christ. The body of Christ, when you think of a body, there are the mouthpieces. Those are those who use their words to prophesy, to bless, and to teach, really. And that is a part of the body of Christ. But absolutely what you said we have to discern what's true and what's not. Right. And that is one other thing that I noticed is a lot of prophetic quote, again, quote unquote, prophetic word has been so narrowed down into things like whenever I watch the YouTube videos, like, well, Trump will be president at 1159.59. And that's another measuring rod of this, right? right. If it does not come to pass and there's a specific date. And that's when you're really in trouble as a prophet. You almost, I mean, how how do you take that? Especially when you take things that are 50-50 chance anyways and still mess it up. Like a presidential election, Mm -hmm. if you still mess it up and there's a 50% chance, then I'm pretty sure you're not a prophet. I'm just Mm going to throw that out there. But I I wanted to talk about something on our blog. By the way, go check out our blog. It's on multimediamissions.org or multimediamissions.com. We have both domains. So check it out there. But I recently wrote an article, and you probably know it. Uh, it's about a Christmas story that our family reads every single year, and it's it's a family tradition, Christmas tradition, mm-hmm. and it's about the three trees. Great story. Great story, right? And I just kind of summarized it on the blog, so again, check it out, multimediamissions.org. But these three, these three trees, they all said, I'm going to be a mighty vessel. I'm going to... Go across the sea. One of the trees said, "I'm going to be a uh, a treasure chest and hold the most valuable thing in the in the universe." And another one said, "I'm going to stay right here on a hill and point to God." Mm-hmm. Right. And and um, these trees 
right? Um, the one that wanted to become a chest, short story version, ended up becoming a trough uh, where they would feed animals. Yeah. And I, I mean, what a lowly life, by the right, way. Right, a lowly life. But here's the thing. It was a treasure chest because it was the, the trough that Mary and Joseph put Jesus in. Put the most valuable thing. The most valuable thing in the universe. Uh, the second one did become a boat, but it was a fishing boat or a fishing uh, vessel. It wasn't mm -hmm. something to be marveled at or, or anything like that. And it ended up carrying the most important captain, Jesus, mm -hmm. across uh, the sea whenever whenever the seas were raging. And he calmed the seas with his voice. And Peter stepped out and walked mm -hmm. on the water. And then finally, the last one. It wanted to point to God and become a symbol for God. Yeah. But uh, it was cut down too early. So it sat in a lumberyard for years and years and years. And it didn't know what it was going to do. In a lot of ways probably felt wasted. It felt wasted. Until it was formed into a cross. A cross that a criminal was going to die on, it was mm -hmm. thinking, right? It ended up being the cross that Jesus Christ was on, hang, hanged on, and died on for the forgiveness of our sins. Yeah. So why do I bring that story up? It might not seem related to prophecy, but they said what they were going to be, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. It didn't come true the way that they wanted it to, mm -hmm. but it still did come true. And I think that a lot of prophecies are like that. I think, for example, looking at the Jewish people, they talked about their need for a Messiah, their need for a Messiah, that he was going to come and, and establish his kingdom on <laughs> earth forever. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's happening. It happened. The Messiah came. He saved us all. But it isn't happening the way they want it to. They thought it was all going to happen at militarily. once. Militarily, politically, that Jesus, the Messiah, was going to come over. Or I guess not Jesus, but you know, their Messiah was going to come and take over. Uh, now, here's the thing. It's not going to happen the way they think it will. Mm -hmm. It's happening through Jesus Christ now. So I think it's important to remember that when we're dealing with prophecy, it can be a touchy subject, right? It goes yeah. against the grain. It mm -hmm. might not be what you want to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it might, it really, truly might not, uh, not be. But I think it's important that we respect those prophets that do get it right and that do have it, have a, a true word from God. And I think it's important that the ones that don't have a true word from God discard that we we do not listen to them anymore mm -hmm. we should not be listening to pat robinson and chris yoon and all the other internet prophecy tellers who their prophecy just doesn't come true mm -hmm. and you know i love 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 that story that you just mentioned because it does go to show that sometimes our purpose and in a lot of ways depending on prophecy our prophecy but also our purpose derives not on how we always look it's not about how it looked whenever we're doing something. You know, sometimes handing out money to a homeless person or sometimes going in and teaching at a school or something. It might not be the way that it looks. It doesn't come with the glamour. It doesn't come mm -hmm. with the Mercedes Benz. <laughs> it doesn't come with being the biggest ship or being the greatest treasure chest that was filled with gold. Sometimes the true gift is being there to fulfill your purpose at that time and that's what each right. of those trees did and that is a beautiful parallel really to our purpose and our calling um, for prophets to do their thing but also just as people to be able to do ours i think it's a beautiful beautiful story and you know before we wrap it up i want to put in one more one more thought uh, mm -hmm. about the way that we speak to each other to everybody else to society in general 
I think that we need to speak up and speak truth. And I think we need to speak obviously correctly and with love and with, with salt is actually what the Bible says, with seasoning, right? We need to make the truth be known, but we can't make the truth either be, you know, um, it's hard to see through and, mm-hmm. and muddled, muddled. We can't make the make the truth muddled by having these false prophecies. At the same time, we have to tell the truth. We have to say it in a loving way. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that when we're dealing with people. And and final thing, really, we should be using the gift of discernment anyways, right? We always hear about the gift of tongues and healings and everything like that. What about discernment? Where has discernment went? So I, as a Christian, would love to see more discernment on what's happening in the world, what's happening um, within the church. We should know, we should have a feeling that these guys who are saying these things, we should be able to test them and try them in our heart. We should pray to God and and protest to God and and not protest God, but protest to him like, is this true, God? Mm -hmm. How is this true? How will it come to pass? We should be asking those things. We shouldn't just blindly be following the lead of false prophets and antichrists, mm-hmm. which, you know, the Bible says there will be many. So we can't listen to those guys who are giving us a false word from God. Really, they're not a prophet. They're just there for the prophet. Yeah, that's good word play, right? No, I absolutely agree. And also just to add on to that, we also have to understand again that if we have so many people claiming and saying so many different things, it's hard to know what to believe. It's like the boy who cried woof, right? Over and over, you hear, all right, there's a woof, right? And then one day, when there actually is, we have yep. become so trained yeah. to just know that that is a lie or not true, that the actual truth is completely skipped It's over. concealed. It's hidden. It's, it's ironic, mm-hmm. actually, that when you actually have something to tell the truth about, nobody believes it. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about that as a church, that that is... Maybe a president that we're setting, um, say, oh, those Christians are crazy. They believe in this. They believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in Donald Trump. I don't believe in Joe Biden. I don't believe in Republican. I don't believe in Democrat. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the media. I'll tell you what media I believe. I believe multimedia missions, well, <laughs> right? Yeah, of but I also believe the most important source of media ever created, the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, so. and one last thing before you do wrap up, I want to say this. I want to add this, Blake. When you think about prophecy, there's also one other thing that you have to use in prophecy. And the tool is using our words. And that's just one other thing I'd like to mention is whenever we do prophesy, whenever you do speak something into truth, whenever you try to do these things, make sure that you use your words wisely Make sure that you use them correctly and that it's not meant to um, be in the face of the enemy, but instead that it's meant to be for God. You know, Um, one of the things that we have to understand, and this is even in Proverbs, and this is a slight, you know, uh, interpretation of this, but (laughs) from the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied, right? So we all say the things that satisfy us, satisfy our stomach. But what we need to know is that we don't have to necessarily satisfy ourselves. As a matter of fact, later on, it says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So whenever <laughs> yeah. we do prophesy, we have to understand that we are casting death or life 
upon many different circumstances right. and on people's faiths, right? And How many people faith. watched, yeah. you know, someone on YouTube and they were absolutely certain that Donald Trump was going to stay just as this yeah, one as given example. prophecy yeah, as yeah. an example. And now they lost faith in their own faith because they prayed it to be true. They thought it to be true and it didn't come true. They lost faith in the current president now because they never gave him a chance to get in there. And now we see that more damage has been done than good. And that's never the way that God leads yeah, us. Yeah, and, and I think death has been spoken over their their faith and their sometimes their mental health. And, um, you know, again, we don't really talk about politics here, but that's just an example and it's impossible to ignore. So I hate how people say, oh, well, we don't talk about politics. Well, that's not our main goal here. We talk about God, but God has a kingdom too, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to talk about the things that's happening in between so that he can set up his kingdom and reign forevermore. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, there is one prophecy that is for sure going to come true, and it's going to come true soon, mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is going to come back soon. And you have to be ready. You have to have your heart ready, your mind ready, your soul ready, your life ready. You have to be a full reflection of God. And I struggle with that. And I know you struggle with it, Jonathan. Absolutely. But for those of us who are listening out here right now, I just pray and I pray that you would have a blessing upon your life, that you would be able to be fruitful, be abundant, and that your faith would be strong and strong with the Lord Jesus Christ because he is God and he is coming soon. So thank you guys for listening. I'm super excited to be doing this uh, podcast, The Week in Faith Review. I'm glad that we've been able to do it. Uh, thank you for joining us, Absolutely. Jonathan. Thank you for having me. I love this. I love all of you guys, and I hope that I can be on again soon. Well, thank you, and we'll we'll try to get you back on soon. I don't think it's going to be too hard. I have a busy schedule, so oh, you're going to have to talk it's to my busy. publicist. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll do. We'll do. But um. So with that being said, make sure you check out some of our future stuff at multimediamissions.org and multimediamissions.com. We have some new videos. We obviously have this weekly podcast that we're putting together. And I try to blog once or twice a week talking about things that I see and things that I want to reflect about in my life. And again, I'm not a perfect person, but I can tell you what I've been thinking about through the week. And hopefully it adds a perspective uh, from my view it may be into your view and your life, okay? So thank you guys so much. I hope that you have an excellent, blessed, healthy week, and we will see you next Sunday.